Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God in Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find special bonus material from our guests. Well, our guests today are really special. Sheriff Al Oksher was sworn into office as Kendall County Sheriff January 1st, 2013, after serving as a Texas DPS state trooper for many years. Asked why he wanted to be sheriff, Oksher said, I want to help make Kendall County, Texas the safest place to live, work, and raise a family. Since taking office, he looked for creative ways to accomplish his goal. We will talk about one of those today. And also our guest today is Kendall County Sheriff Deputy Michelle Quaid, who has 30-plus years of experience as a police officer school resource officer, and is now the department's mental health deputy. Thank you for joining us today. We're so glad to have you. Pleasure to be here, Meg. Thank you for having us. Yeah, well, last year we had a lot of fun talking about a new addition to the department, K-9 Renee, and she's been here a little bit over a year now. It's just amazing, and she is critical to some new programs that you developed, Sheriff, called the Peer Support Program and the Crisis Intervention Mental Health Program. Tell us why you wanted to institute those programs at the department. Well, it's 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 two different folds of, of purpose there. So the first one is primarily for the office. So there's a, a, a renewing recognition and, and it's really starting to come to the surface in the work of not only our veterans, but also our first responders, that mental health, one's mental being is, needs to be healthy. And so with that in mind, I wanted to make sure that we had a means to 
you know, minister to our own folks. Mm-hmm. If you recall and you remember, back in 2019, I lost one of my deputies. It was a tragic day for yes. sure. And so a crisis like that affects everybody. And it's one of our own, and you're out there dealing with that situation. And it's not an easy task. to. You still got to be professional. You still got to do your job. And um, at the end of the day, you know, you reflect back, and that's not always an easy thing to deal with. But then at the same token, you know, first responders, police officers, EMTs, firefighters, we're all human, and we're no different from anybody else in the sense that, you know, we, we have chosen a profession of service, and in many times we go out and we have to deal with some not-so-pleasant things. And in respect to that, when you deal with negative things all the time, it's going to have an effect on your psyche, your yeah. your well-being, your emotional state, you know, and in our world, especially in law enforcement, we have such a high suicide rate throughout the country. And so I wanted to find a way to be able to meet those needs and provide release and uh, a way to um, decompress. And uh, one of the things that, that we developed was a peer support within mm-hmm. our own office. And then, of course, the idea of introducing a, um, a canine a dog, when Deputy Quaid came to me and said, hey, you know, uh, what do you think about this idea? I thought it was an awesome idea to introduce that, that, um, that component to the office. So being a mental health officer, as she is, she is obviously a big part of what we do when it comes to the peer support. So Renee is, is like our facilities dog. And, you know, Renee always brings out the best of people when she's running around the office and has a huge impact on folks. And then at the same time, if anybody knows some of the things that I've been working on in you know, my tenure here, mental health, the, the just general mental behavioral issues within the community have always been a passion of mine to, to try to find ways of dealing with and helping folks out because the jail is not always the appropriate and the correct answer to get these folks help. And so Renee, is, is, she's a, a twofold a tool here that she's an office dog assisting with you know, peer support and just the general well-being of the office and bringing, you know, making people's days. And, and she's missed when she's not around. Mm-hmm. So she's a part of the office. And then the other part is being the being one of two of our mental health officers here at the office. Renee is, is I believe, a vital part of what Michelle does when she goes out into the field and responds to, you know, a crisis situation. And without a doubt, Renee has been a, a phenomenal tool to assist in those endeavors as well. Well, Deputy, what kind of experiences have you had with Renee over the last year? Renee has definitely adjusted very well to being a facilities dog and taking care of everyone here at the office. But I have found with her, she amazes me every time because you can't train a dog to know when someone needs that extra attention. And she has her quirkiness about her, like she's head shy and stuff like that. But when we're on a crisis call and someone's in distress... I don't even have to say anything to her. She just knows. And she goes to people. Her quirkiness of I don't like to be touched on the head is not even a factor. She will let a person love on her, hold her, hug her, just do whatever they need to do. I've witnessed her one particular incident where a gentleman was in a lot of distress, experiencing chest pains and everything because his anxiety level was so amped up. Uh that she went over to him, laid down next to him, and then she just jumped up and started like licking, nervously licking his hand and just over and over. And I hadn't seen that yet with her. And I asked him if he was okay. And he was like, yeah, but my chest is just starting to hurt because of all the stress and anxiety I'm feeling right now. So 
she picked up on that. And like I said, there's no training we can do for her on that, but she knows. And anytime we've had to take someone to the hospital um, on an emergency detention because they need extra help and to be evaluated by a professional, if they want her there, she lays in the bed with them and she provides them comfort while, she, while they're laying in the hospital bed being taken care of by medical staff. Mm-hmm. And that's what she does. And that's my time to be there and do rapport building, get paperwork done as I'm assisting the person. But yeah, she's definitely the star of the show. And I know a lot of people have very much appreciated her. That's just really remarkable that she, it's not really a bond, it's more an instinct Mm -hmm. and the willingness to follow through. To be able to get up in bed with someone who's in distress, that's that's really an interesting feature of her comfort level. Absolutely. And there's been a couple of times where we've taken someone to the hospital and probably not the safest person for her to be with. And she I have to keep her removed from the situation for her safety. And, but she's like, she'll pull. She wants to go into the hospital room with them and be with them because she knows. And of course, I have to tie her away from that mm-hmm. area in the yeah. nurse's station just to make sure, yeah. you know. So yeah, she, she, when she's in work mode and she knows she has a job to do, she just does it. Mm-hmm. And there's no command, no nothing to give her. She just knows what to do. Isn't that something that it makes me think about us as people? Dogs can be so present and have that sense about them, can't they? Makes you wonder, okay, how can I be more present with people? How can I ask God to direct me to be more present with people so that you can alleviate their stress? So what are the plans over the next year or so uh, for K9 Renee? We're continuing with her training. Like I said, she has really settled in over this last year. We're looking to hopefully get her into the schools a little bit more. She has done some school visits. On the first day of school, we made sure we were at the elementary school in comfort. And of course, you know, the kids and the parents, their faces light up. And I think that's the biggest part of when she's there. People don't remember my name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just the lady that holds the leash. But I tell you, with Renee, they remember. And Uh it's always, hi, Renee, and bye, Renee. I'm like, okay, I'm just here. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) as you said, she's a star. Yes. (laughs) Well, last year you talked a little bit about the training that she needed to do and the certification. Does she have ongoing, more formal training that she needs to do and further certifications? How does that work once a dog is actually in service? She will get, they will monitor her and recertify her yearly. Okay. For what she does, but basically her training is daily training, just getting out there and doing what she does. And of course, we keep up with the obedience. I say we, but it's me that has to keep up with her basic training on what to do. But I'm just looking for her to get involved more and us be able to utilize her more in the schools. And Mm -hmm. we actually um, participated in a training not too long ago where the instructor was teaching us for critical incident stress management and for debriefings on high stress situations and stuff, how to handle that. And that instructor was like, I, she loved having Renee there because when normally when I'm in a training and the instructors are okay with it, I let her mingle and just visit with everybody there for the trainings. Wow. I hadn't thought about that aspect of it. Yes. Yes. So she was awesome. I mean, and we had a lot of veterans in that training and Mm -hmm. they loved having her there and so forth. So, but the instructor was like, I've never had a comfort 
dog, you know, an emotional support dog in one of my trainings. She goes, that was a great asset to have. Mm-hmm. So I told her, just call us. We'll come visit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that interesting how things develop, Sheriff, over the t- over time? Once you start a program, sometimes it ends up going in directions you don't really expect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You never know. And it's interesting to think that since it was kind of a trailblazing kind of a program, I remember last year you saying there this is really not so typical, and it's already been a positive influence in uh, the county, I, I hear the DA's office is considering having their own facility dog. Yes, I believe that's correct. I believe they've applied <clears throat> with the same folks to um, to have a um, canine assigned, and I think they've got a handler chosen. And, you know, I think primarily in their situation, you say, well, why would the DA's office need need a dog? You know, a lot of times we get involved in a lot of cases that involve young children and mm-hmm. kids. And you can only imagine what it'd be like as a as a young child to to walk into a um into a courtroom full of people and jurors and a judge, the formality of all that and you've never experienced anything like that and and then uh, you may have to give testimony as to, you mm-hmm. know, what might have happened to you. And that's not a not necessarily the best circumstances for a child. And so the thought is to bring in a canine. Mm-hmm. as a comforter for that child. And uh, I think what they do now, instead of bringing a child into the courtroom, they have a separate room and they interact via internet and, and uh, video. And But still that dog next to that child, because that child is experiencing something and having to speak of things that most people don't find comfort in speaking in. And so that dog can be that, that comforter mm-hmm. for that child. So yeah. that's to me, that's a huge impact on the, on the ability of that child to be able to tell their story. Right, right, and participate in the whole proceedings. Right. Which makes me wonder, has Canine Renee been able to help in, see, in crime scenes and that or situations that there are children present? It may not have happened. Just was wondering. Yeah, I have had only a few times where I've responded to unfortunate incidents where a family member has killed themselves. Wow. Even with... The family, adult family members, if I have her there while investigators are dealing with that part of it, I'm in with the family or the kids and she's there with me on that. And they've all like they pet her, they love on her. And so I've, I've done that twice. Oh, wow. Too, too, too many times, I'm yes. sure. But it's nice to know that Kendall County Sheriff's Department has some resources to deal with the situation that maybe aren't the typical resources. Exactly. It's really comforting for the community. Yes. Well, I know that there's lots of other things that we can talk about related to dogs, but before we do that, I want to take a little break and tell you and our listeners about our sponsor today, which is Wheeler's Western Outfitters. Wheeler's has an amazing selection for anyone who ranches, owns dogs, cattle, horses, participates in 4-H, or just enjoys feeding the deer. Find a full line of hats, boots, clothing for men, women, and children, beautiful jewelry, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. They have great products and advice, plus they greet you with a smile and a helpful attitude. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10 in Bernie, or wheelersoutfitters.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodInOurDogs.com, 
with bonus material inspired by show guests on the Want a Treat page. Check out the show webpage for regular updates, resources, and thoughts to ponder. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. This is Ashley, and this is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer here on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today is Kendall County, Texas, Sheriff Al Oksher and Deputy Michelle Quaid. Earlier, Sheriff Oksher and Deputy Quaid told us about their peer support and crisis intervention mental health programs featuring the work of K-9 Renee. And it's so great to know that she's available for such comfort, both for the people that work in the sheriff's department and also for those in need. Kind of critical times in their life, you might say. I bet there are other kinds of ways that canines contribute to the sheriff department. Sheriff, um, don't we have two other dogs that serve as well? Yes, yes, we do. We have uh, Taja and Luna. Luna. And what are their specialties? They are more trained in the drug field Mm -hmm. and drug or narcotics detection dogs. They're also trained in tracking. Oh, search and Mm -hmm. so forth. Search and rescue. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I have to say, you know, current events make me think about how important dogs are because they have a different skill set than people do. With especially with the border crisis and with fentanyl being so, I hate to say, prevalent in uh, trafficking, we have major interstate going through uh, Kendall County. And I'm sure that presents a set of challenges for law enforcement here, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, more so than uh, in years past, we didn't deal with those kind of things, at least not at the the rate at which we do today. Yeah. So how have the dogs been able to assist their deputy handlers and the department in those kinds of situations? Well, I can certainly tell you that as they go out with their handlers, they may be called to a situation to search for drugs. They themselves might initiate a traffic stop and, and use the um, canine uh, for uh, drug detection. And we have we have one of our deputies that's, uh, that's assigned to a task force, and uh, we work in conjunction with uh, uh, other counties as well. Mm-hmm. And so I can tell you that, that they have been instrumental in drug detection, the narcotics, obviously. You know, we've had several bailouts. And, and people running on us, and they've been instrumental in helping assist with the capture of, of some of those folks as well. But, you know, not only in that criminal element side of things, but then you got the side of, uh, you know, maybe had folks that, that walk off with dementia, Alzheimer's, mm. and uh, we've used uh, the canines to help assist with trying to track and find those folks as well. Well, it makes me kind of wonder, I've heard so many reports on the news about the dangers of fentanyl, and I don't know if other drugs are the same way that you can inhale them and get poisoned, essentially. And since the dogs use their noses, do you have the same kind of concerns for for animals that are assisting you in those kind of cases? Yes, but the way the dogs are used primarily... Um, if they detect anything, they'll they'll react by um, uh, non-aggressive means, and they'll sit. Mm-hmm. So they're not they're not typically having direct contact with narcotics or fentanyl, but they alert okay. and they let us know that there's something something you know an illegal product, whether it's in a car or building or whatever. So they don't actually have direct contact. I mean, there's not a there's a chance that they could. 
but for the very most part, it, they, people conceal those things. Mm-hmm. And it might be in a bag, it might be in the trunk of a car, it might be in a hidden compartment in the car, you know. So they usually don't have, they just have, they detect the scent and they alert, letting the handler know that mm-hmm. there's some narcotics there. Yeah. And I guess obviously there's a danger for the handlers as well. Sure. So I'm I'm sure that they're equipped for that. Well, I, I shouldn't say I'm sure, I would hope they're equipped for that. On in their vehicles, yeah. Yeah, well, we give them all the protective gear and stuff. But if mm-hmm. they come across almost any substance anymore, you don't you don't handle it directly anymore. Mm-hmm. You just don't mm-hmm. do that because mm-hmm. um, you never know what things are laced with anymore. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's kind of frightening to think about all of that, isn't it? Yeah, and you're right because it takes a very very minute amount of fentanyl, and it it can be deadly. It certainly is a scary situation out there, and for law enforcement, I'm sure it's it can be very frustrating. It just seems to flow so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a difficult situation. It is. It's unfortunate, but it's the world in which we live in. And mm-hmm. so we, you know, try to pack our tool belts with all the tools that are available out there and uh, enable us to, uh, you know, do the best job that we can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, it's interesting. The two things that kind of come to my mind when I'm thinking about the themes that we've talked about today um, are comfort and protection. And, you know, I really, I think about two Psalms when I think of those, uh, Psalm 27 and Psalm 91, about protection especially. Then you see the, the comfort as well as the protection. Sometimes you wonder in those mental health situations, having canine Renee there, whereas she's obviously provided a lot of comfort, she's there to protect as well, isn't she? Absolutely. And so um, those Psalms really kind of tie in law enforcement and and the dogs as well do you all have any any special scriptures you keep in mind oh goodness <laughs> now, now you're going to check my biblical sp- no i'm you? not <laughs> it's not enough for that <laughs> no, I, no not not particularly to to the canine situation okay no. well i don't necessarily mean about canines in oh. particular but you know it's really interesting to me because i was thinking about how when you came into office, one of the very first things that you did was that you made sure that In God We Trust was prominently painted on all of your vehicles. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, and so I, I just find that so interesting, and, and that came to mind. But in verse 2, it says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that's painted on the cars. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, people that know me know I'm, I'm a person of faith. Uh-huh. And um, I believe in something bigger than, than within myself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's, that's what drives me. That's what makes me who I am. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, not, not being a bit ashamed of that. And it is the national slogan as well. So mm-hmm. it, it really kind of makes sense that that's um, what makes this country great and what this country was in, in many senses founded on. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. And it goes with that serve and protect. Yes, it um, does. That's what modeled by Christ is service to others, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and that trust level. All right there. Yep. So that's awesome. Having that faith. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, definitely. Yes. Well, the, are you planning on adding any more canines to the sheriff's department at this point? Well, it's not necessarily in the immediate future plans, but I've been approached by several people that are willing to maybe make some donations. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's some possibilities there. I certainly would like to expand what Renee has been doing in that, in that field. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so somewhere down the road, there might be a second Renee running around. So, you know, so I'm open to things, you know, the way I, I operate and kind of make decisions is a, a criteria that everything should meet and in making decisions and saying things and whatever, I, I want to make sure that it represents me well. I want to make sure it represents the office well and certainly represents and serves the community in which we, and if it can't meet that criteria, then we might want to consider doing something else. And and expanding the canine program certainly meets that criteria. So, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. um, you know always something to look forward to. If somebody wanted to learn more about what's happening with the sheriff's department, what would you suggest they do? Uh, there's a lot of things happening. They can uh, go to our website. Uh, we try to put out you know, you know a lot of things that are, that are happening, uh, current things and things that are going on. We do have a Facebook page that we try to keep current and uh, let everybody know what's going on out there. And then, you know, you're always able to call. And mm-hmm. and I just, I have people that call up. They want to know what kind of sheriff I am. And it I, I have those conversations all the time Yeah, with folks. And a lot of folks come in just unannounced. If I'm available, I will certainly make time for them. Well, that's awesome to have an open and um, ability to have a conversation with the people that you elect to serve. So that's, right. that's awesome. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Sheriff and Deputy Quay. Oh, it's my been pleasure. great Absolutely. to have you. And it's been so much fun. I can definitely see a difference between Renee in a year. And <laughs> she has certainly taken on her role well. Yes. Great. Well, before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to just leave with a little bit of a thought to ponder. And that is, how is your dog relying on you today? Maybe God wants you to rely on him the same way. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following helps the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feet for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com.